Hello? Yeah. Is there anybody there? But not if you can hear me. No, we're not doing this again. Oh. Yeah, of course we've already done that, haven't we? Yeah. So, the intro. Intro, my bobs. Mm-hmm. Um, it's technical time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you'll be glad to hear we're not quite as drunk as last week. Nope. Unless you really like us drunk. Thrilling episode. If you like drunk, send us an email saying get more drunk. Yeah, and we'll start getting drunker. I am back on the Prosecco. I have had two glasses of rum and something. But um, you feel pretty, pretty levelled mm. this week compared to last week. Anyway, mm. <laughs> um, yeah, this is this is the sort of the intro. Can't think of anything particularly intro-wise that we've got to talk about. Um, um. Anything? I'll obviously do, you know, subscribe. Oh yeah, I forget you want to do this now. All the channels. Yeah, um, you know, do the social medias. Yeah. Um, Check out the website. If you're anything like me and don't do social media, send an email. Yep. Um, I might actually put a, a contact form on our website. Okay. That could be a new channel for getting in touch. Yeah, get in touch on the old website and things like that. Um, yeah, speak to us, talk to us, mm. love us. Mm. Ask us questions that you wouldn't be able to ask anyone else. I don't know, it's up to you. Yeah, the, you never know. We might actually have some advice for you, good mm. or bad. Um, possibly great, who knows? It's frequently great. Well, I am great at most things. <laughs> Including, but not limited to... Being humble. Being humble. Buying socks. Sitting down. Walking in the rain. Do you love walking in the rain? Looking. Wistful. He's doing it now. It's... Yep. That bleakness just washed over me there. Yeah. He's... I, I sort of felt the, the weight of memory um, that you're, you're carrying on your shoulders. Oh, God, I saw yeah. you sag slightly there. I imagine that was quite an intense atmospheric moment for everyone that's listening as well. Because mm. I think that kind of look went through the headphones. Oh, definitely. It was probably like a tingle. Oh, yeah. Um, Shiver down the spine. Exactly. You know, just that's a feeling of longing. Definitely. Um, yeah. Possibly melancholic. Yeah. You have that with your roast, don't you? Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we do jests, don't we? Anyway, that is enough of this random ramblings. Mm. On to the pod. Yes. With our new intro. What's the podcast? Who's the podcast? We're the podcast. The Alan Bain Podcast. Hello, and welcome to episode... 19. 19 of the no, pod. No, 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 19. I'm, count- no, I'm still 19. doing my count- counting down. No, 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 19. Okay. Sorry, the average age of a uh, soldier in Vietnam was, no, 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 19. Thank you for telling me that interesting mm. yet horrendous fact. It was a, it was a song. Okay. Called 19. Can't remember who it was by. I actually had that single because I was telling you earlier today about the job lot of singles that I bought 20 quid ages yeah. ago yeah, yeah, yeah. that song was in there okay brilliant thank it was, you for... uh, an info song about I'm not gonna lie more. you sort of <laughs> bummed me out a little bit there um, so it started on a real good high like episode 19 Four, one, one episode left and then like, yeah, why one episode, I mean, like, and then we're on 20, and oh my god, and I just, yeah. And yeah. Um, and then you sort of bummed it right out with the Vietnam War kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Let's dive into the world of stuff that's been rocking yours. Yeah. What's rocking your world? What? That is, that's a very <laughs> weird way of saying it. What's been rocking my world? A new artist for me, uh, Floating Points. Yeah. Um, kind of an experimental electronic artist, quite atmospheric, but kind of UK garage esque kind of sound. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Go and check it out. It's um, are they uh, a new band, like a current band, or it, yeah, they've, they've released released some new music recently, and that is how I sort of 
bang. Oh, look at those album covers. Yeah, awesome. Like oil slicked on water. Yeah, yeah, really cool. Um, but they're they're kind of I think they've been around for quite a while. Um, but like I say, new album out called Crush. Um, apparently, it is the artist's most unhinged album. Okay. Um, no, that's, that's really that yeah, that was gen that was genuinely what was. Um, on Spotify, it was labelled as the artist's most unhinged album. So that's sort of like, oh, interesting. And obviously going through my atmospheric phase, yeah. sort of listened to it and was like, oh, damn, some good stuff. And I'm, I'm a massive fan of electronic music. I'm sort of really into trance um, <laughs> and techno, which is a bit of a weird... Have you been to Ibiza this week? <laughs> no, I wish I had, though. Um, but no, I, I, I've got a sort of weird music taste of this going, going things from like <laughs> Godspeed You Black Emperor to listening to Techno Viking. So Godspeed, I watched, uh, this is going to sound really dull now, because obviously You're it's super the dull now, 30 years do. or whatever it is since the Berlin Wall came You're out. just bringing me down on every single thing. This, this is a good thing. Yes, but now I have to think about the Berlin Wall. <laughs> anyway, documentary about that, it was sort of like an art house documentary because it wasn't very much commentary. But the entire soundtrack was Godspeed. Which is, I imagine for that, fantastic. Was it mm. black and white? Oh, of course it was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so proper art house, how lovely. Yeah, 100% art house. Uh, it was, you know, entirely told through uh, syncopated beats and melodies and uh, moving imagery of the wall coming down and you know, the end of repression. Lovely, yeah. Mm. It's been um, a good start. It's been a podcast. cracking start. It's been a little bit down, um, but I guess uplifting in a way of freedom. Yeah. Yeah. Right yeah. Um, but anyway, going back to my point of floating points. Yes. Um, go go away. Listen to Crush. Listen to the new album. Um, I haven't gone into the back catalogue, like I say, super new to it, but I just went in, new album, started from the top, let it go through, and... Thoroughly enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Um, check it out. What about you, El? What's been rocking the world? Well, it's uh, a new one. It was a late comer in the week. It was yesterday that right. I discovered this. I'd heard about it. But it is the track Deal With It. Spelt W-I-V. Deal With It. Deal bro. With It. By Muramasa and Slow Tie. Northampton's current favourite son. And... Uh, apart from me, obviously. And it is excellent. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, I listened to it. it was, it's um, reminiscent of... It's like the streets. Early streets. Yeah. Um, there's one or two little bits in there that niggle with me, but mm. I think they're always going to be. Um, but the fact it's got slow tie. That, that might be it, but no. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but there, there, there are some genuinely... Really good bits. I absolutely love the streets. Mm. Um, can't get enough of it. And this really reminded me of it's the, original it's pipe the, material. Uh, verses where the the sort of the rhymes and the lyrics sort of almost have that bounce to them. Yeah, the, the, the streets are so well known for having that kind of bounce and having that mm. rhythm to everything they did. Even though it was like spoken words, yeah, <laughs> like every, yeah, as well. and it was like you know, but it was so. Rhythmic, the way that you did it, and you sort of yeah. always on a hop when listen, and it's, it's a similar thing with this. the syllables hard. Yeah, so and this um, is very much the same. Yeah, I surprisingly, for my like damnation of Sotai, actually quite enjoyed it. Mm. Um, but I obviously I've not been uh, quiet with my no distaste for. I mean, it. this this is not a new combo. They they did team up for a track on his album. So, yeah, it's clearly not a new... No? Yeah, yeah, yeah Doorman. Doorman, okay. Yeah. Um, which is supposed to be the most, the more punky, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the more punky song from that album. So, yeah, it's clearly uh, a team that likes working together, Slow Time and Miramasa. And I've got to say, I'm pretty, pretty interested in what they may do in the future. That seems, if seems it's, quite interesting. If it's similar to what they've done with this single I'm excited to hear 
if it's more of uh, nothing great about Britain, less excited. Well, it's interesting. I think uh, Miramasa brings that musicality to slow ties energy and venom. One word for it, yeah. Um, Bile. <laughs> Keep in your pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's got that punchiness. It's not. It's moderated in terms of content. A yeah. Little bit. It's it's quite fun. Yeah, I mean, if you thoroughly enjoyed the um, in-your-face, overly, um, you know, uh, what word am I looking Overly, overly vulgar kind mm-hmm. of lyrics and things that Slow Tie originally had, it might not be for you, as this is quite refined compared to the other albums. So that's a bit more subtle, isn't it? Yeah, I, I think, think that's more, why it more delves it. into the, the sort of social politics that goes on in communities and neighbourhoods. I think it's a it's a much better take from him and shows a little bit of growth. Possibly, yeah. There you go. I mean, he's he's an artist that has said that he's constantly writing, he's constantly developing, and he wants to do more and more music, which is interesting. Looking forward to seeing what he's going to come out with next. Um, yeah, I am quietly hopeful that I will somehow like it. I reckon if he delves into this UK garage well that he's going into, I think he can be on the on board. Fingers crossed. <laughs> uh, so, and another thing that I've come across this week, I, I knew about it, I think I mentioned it, the other week in the podcast about Dua Lipa's new disco-tinged song. Yes, which you're entirely sure is not tinged. But it's not disco. tinged at all, it's full in. He's, like She's just gone and gone, uh, let's have the whole lot. Yeah, I mean, it is very much disco-esque. It's completely disco. In a way. It's, it's not, not tinged at all, it's full-on disco. It is disco, but it's not in a way. For me, it's like a. It's new Daft, disco. It's like a Daft Punk disco. That's what I mean. It's not like disco in many people's minds that is early disco. It's not like Sister Sledge or anything like no, that. No, or disco in my mind that's like Afrobeat. Oh, yeah, but you're like a disco hipster. So it's not like that. It's disco in the way, like you say, of Daft Punk. So like new disco, if that's a thing. Yeah, a little bit. It's almost a little bit round the world. Yeah. Uh, or lose yourself to dance or something like that. Yeah, so it, it's it's uh, it's a pop song with disco rhythms. <laughs> well, it's a classic disco song from the 70s where, you know, when it was quite poppy, not a Nile Rodgers song, because they were technically amazing. Um, Sorry, I forget that you uh, love Nile Rodgers so much. He's genuinely... I've got two guitar heroes. One's Johnny Marr, the other is Noel Rogers. Mm-hmm. Al's got a physical erection right now. It is, you can't actually see. It's not made a difference. No. You know, but it is Because it, it's a podcast. But it is there. <laughs> um, and he, he loves it, he's excited. Yeah, well, disco. That happens. So you pull the ladies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> lovely. What else has been happening in music this week, Al? So I've found a new solo project to potentially get excited about if you're a fan of the Foo Fighters. The Foo Fighters? Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I am a fan of the Foo Fighters. Yeah. Are you a fan of their primary drummer, Dave Grohl's little bro, Taylor Hawkins? I am, of course. He is my actual favourite member of the band. Yeah, same. <laughs> Well, he's he's embarked on a solo project, but you can't really call it a solo project as such. Right, so... He's, he's almost like looked at Josh Homme's Desert Sessions, thought, I've sliced that pie. You want a bit of that with... I'm getting all up in that with a bit of gravy on top. Nice. And... Who's his, who's his collaborators? His ensemble. So there is one David B. Grohl. Good God, that is a surprise. Yeah. Roger Taylor of the band Queen. 
Also a massive surprise considering how uh, much of a fan yeah. Taylor Hawkins is of Queen. Joe Walsh from the Eagles. Oh, fabulous. Mm. Yeah, that is a little bit more of a surprise, but equally this as good. This one's going to be more of a surprise. <gasps> Leanne Rhymes. <gasps> Soul singer, R&B yeah. singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nancy Wilson. I don't know if she's any relation to the Wilson brothers, Beach Boys. I couldn't tell you. Duff McKagan from... Guns and Roses. Yeah, okay. Steve Jones. I presume not the TV presenter. That was the only one I can think of, is that it's a T4 I'll presenter. have a look, uh, but Chrissy Hind is also in it. Right. Oh, Sex Pistols. Oh! Steve Jones from the Sex Pistols. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. So, yeah, he is in the band. The problem with um, using real names is that you never remember them. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Still don't know who Nancy Wilson is. No, who is you? You're not going to find out. <laughs> just, just decide that you're going to leave it. Nancy Wilson, Al. Who is Nancy Wilson? Hart, of course. Oh right, the band yeah. Hart. Yeah, yeah. Not the, not the radio. radio station. No. So I... the band is Taylor Hawkins and the Coattail Riders, which I think is quite a fitting name. Yeah, <laughs> it's a great name. Uh, yeah, so have they released any album. music yet? Yeah, really, the album came out yesterday, the right. Friday. Which is, is called... called Get the Money. Get the Money. There's some. It's sort of outrageously rocky. Right, it's Stadium like, Rock? Yeah, Stadium Rock, Elizabeth Queen era. Yeah. Unsurprisingly. Yeah, I was going to say. There's a, a bit of like 80s synth type stuff going on, uh, which is quite interesting. Nice. It's yes, unashamed, unashamedly, unashamedly, just a rock fans album. Okay, I might give it a listen. It's, o- it's okay. It's There's some bits that would be trite if it wasn't from a person who's quite jovial, right? Because Taylor Hawkins doesn't really take himself overly seriously. Oh God, no, not seriously at all. And anything that Dave Grohl's involved in is generally either funny or good. Yeah. And this sort of balances that line of if it was someone else, it would just be so like Ugh God, no. No thank you. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay. It sounds like an interesting kind of project. Um I I probably will now go and give it a listen and mm-hmm. have a check it out. It's um, not going to you know it's not it's not gonna like blow me the away fighters type thing. No. Uh, it's not an. It's like Desert Sessions is not Queens of the Stone Age. No, it's not too serious. It doesn't take itself too seriously. No, but that's the but good thing about a, Desert these Sessions, isn't it? Legends coming together and just having a bit of fun. Yeah, you know, recording music and writing music because they love it. Yeah, because they want to do it. Yeah, nice. I am excited for that. Mm. I think it's going to be interesting to listen to. I don't know if it's going to be as interesting as Desert Sessions because that is just Probably off the wall. That's like going to another dimension there. Yeah. So, mm. um, cool. I will definitely give that one a listen. Mm. I've only heard about three tracks from it, so I'll be looking forward to hearing the whole album. Nice. Yeah. So, let's blaze straight into Bane's 500 Songs. Yeah, we're on 150 to 100 of mm-hmm. the 500 songs. You want that? There you go. Um, another tough week. There's going to be a lot on this list that you're going to be like, why the fuck have you done mm-hmm. this? You're a fool. There's I've so many better songs you've... on there. And um, it, it, it was a real, real challenge. Um, so I'm going to jump straight in. You're not going to look. Look away. Advert your gaze, sir. Looking away. Uh, Iggy Pop, Lust for Life. Yes. Saw it last week. We I said it was going to be on there. Mm-hmm. It's on there. Mm-hmm. I don't think I need to explain my love of Iggy Pop any nope. more than I already have. Um, and it's one of his most iconic songs. I would say probably his best. Uh, you'd be wrong. Um, go on then. What's, no, what's the best? No. Go on. no I'm what, not... are you going to go Passenger? Wild child, child. 
It's a, it's, it's a difficult thing for me or to say. Or Paraguay. See, I really enjoy um, Paraguay. Mm-hmm. Just for different bits, so different bits of different songs and the eras that it well, goes across. Iggy Pop's a bit like Bowie in the fact that you can very easily define all of the different eras of him. Yeah. Look, you, so you've got the proper punk from Stooges. Yeah. You've then got the glam pop rock from, you know, with the Idiots. Yeah. The, the, the classic album that should be on everyone's shelves. And then you've got the sort of weird 80s rock with, that you get with Wild Child, Real Wild Child. Which is, is great in its own way. And that's the difficult bit to pick a song. I think it's, it's very much like, I'll pick a song that I like from each album. Mm-hmm. Um, but and then even like the past two albums, Post Pop Depression and Free, those two are completely on their own as well. Yeah, like, like I was from saying, each other. Like I was saying last week, went back and listened to Free. And now I'm completely attached to it and absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's very difficult for me, Dad, to pick a song, even though I've said that Lust for Life isn't his best one. Even though I really like Lust for Life, I don't know what I'm going to pick for a top song. I'm not going to give you an answer to that, because it's too open. I like all of it. Imagine if it's The Passenger. It's not The Passenger. To be, I wouldn't be too mad if it was. I think... If I had to pick one right at this moment, mm-hmm. I think I would go Paraguay. Okay. Just for the little bit at the end. Yeah. Just because I absolutely love quoting that in my own head. Is it bad to say that I preferred Gardenia? Fine. Um, <laughs> uh, next on my list is Led Zeppelin uh, Cashmere. Okay. Yeah. I'm surprised it's this high. You think it should, well, you, you it mean should it sh- be lower? Yeah, it should be. As in, towards 500. You really? Yeah. You're not a fan of Cashmere? Cashmere's nowhere near their best song. It's not. No, but Led Zeppelin's bad songs are it already. Yeah, but great. think about all the great songs that we've been through. Wish You Were Here. Yeah, Wish I've, You Were Here I've, shits over Cashmere. I've listened to Cashmere. No. Oh, Christ. I'm genuinely not a massive fan of Wish You Were Here. Yeah, but that was just one example. That's what I'm We've saying. We've gone through loads of excellent songs that are better than Kashmir. There have been some excellent songs that are better than Kashmir, but they then deserve to be lower down the list, as does this. We've also gone past a massive amount of songs that are a hundred times worse than this. Yes. So I, I wouldn't pick this in my top five Zeppelin songs. I don't think you would either. Perhaps not, but it was the only Led Zeppelin on this stage, and for that reason, it's on the list. This is going to be the thing that there's going to be like six or seven Zeppelin songs in the top twenty, isn't it? And that's that's going to be very difficult for me to pick. Mm. There were a hell of a lot of uh, the next dice, the Beatles, Eleanor Rigby. Okay. So it's my favourite Beatles track. I've said it before. I'm mm-hmm. not going to apologise for it. It's a great song. Yeah. Um, but there were a lot on. There are quite a few Beatles. Three or four Beatles tracks yeah, what? on this section, um, which I genuinely had a hard time mm. um, sort of picking. I'm not the biggest Beatles fan in the world, um, but you know, um, I, I think that there are some I don't genuinely. Know why I'm that like that. Of course, there is. Yeah, there are some absolutely great songs in here. Take me to me. Oh, don't just no, just just you know, these, some of these might be on my list. So you should just shut the hell up until I get <laughs> to some Beatles songs. Um, you know, I, I'm now. Um, this is taking a while for me to find another Beatles song now. Um, ah, my this is this oh. one was on my list. Um, while my guitar guitar gently weeps. Interestingly, the. Was that the A side? Ogly Dio Yeah, is has been named as the pinnacle pop song. It's the perfect pop song, apparently. I did not know that. I hate it. <laughs> of course you do. Too poppy. Um, yeah, it's the Paul McCartney. It's one of the Paul McCartney songs, isn't it? It's I um I very much try not to repeat myself on the list. Hence, why there's not multiple songs from the same artists. That's good. Um, very. Yeah, very good of you. Though. Eleanor Rigby is my favourite Beatles song. Why it's on there? My while my guitar gently weeps is a fantastic song. Love it. 
Yeah. And his guitar weeps during the song and it is Ooh. sensational to listen to. But for me, Eleanor Rigby is so much better. Um, lyrically, um, much better. Um, and I just really enjoy the song. So it's on my list. Next, for me, Fleetwood Mac, Go Your Own Way. Fantastic. Can't fault it. Yeah, love it. Um, From I, one of the greatest albums of all time. Yeah. So when I... Another I, one that should be on your shelf, Rumours. Yeah, Mac. yeah, yeah. It's an incredible album. Um, at number 120, that is, so I'm surprised it's... Is the chain going to be higher, do you think? Or... Uh, God, which ones would you pick? I'd put most of the songs from that album... I, I I wouldn't be surprised I if we only see fault. another. I what well, if we don't? If we only see one more of them. Oh. I wouldn't be surprised if you don't. Fucking joke, mate. Yeah, I know, but that's what I'm saying. I honestly, I can't fault that album. No, it is a fantastic album. Um, I'd say it's one of those albums that everyone has listened to. Mm-hmm. Um, whether you like. The era, the genre, anything. soft rock. I think, you know, you, you listen to it and you love it. And everyone knows Go Your Own Way and everyone can oh, sing yeah. it. Um, it's on the list for that reason. Because it's the ultimate breakup album. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Well, yeah, not just breakup, like during just fighting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, if you don't know the backstory to Fleetwood oh, Mac I'll watch any film or documentary yeah, about it it's truly fascinating you won't believe it <laughs> it's, it's, it's brilliant to think about it because basically they all hated each other <laughs> yeah at one there point there were two relationships yeah um, Mick Fleetwood who wasn't in a, the, a relationship with someone in the band his marriage was failing and yeah these two other relationships which sort of defined the band, were crumbling and they couldn't be in the same room as each other. And subsequently, because Fleetwood Mac's one of those bands where all of them are just excellent songwriters. Yeah. There are some really... All of them wrote songs about each other. Oh, there are some and damning there, there's songs. There's rumours about Stevie Nicks and Mick Fleetwood sleeping together during this album. And uh, Christine McVie cheated on... John McVie with the their previous engine. guitarist. Is it, yeah, there was sound engineer in there and oh, something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it, all kinds of things. Just if you don't know, go and find out. Yeah, it's fascinating. Um, next on my list, uh, there's going to be one of these on every single list. I think Rolling the Rolling Stones, Stones yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's with uh, Jumping Jack Flash. Good, good song, cracking song. Um, yeah, again, it just it's another one when. Went to go see him is the first thing they played. <sighs> Takes me back to that moment. Fair enough, yeah. Um, and it, yeah, it's a fantastic song. Always gets you up. Always gets you moving. Um, I, I'm not. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to put any more Rolling Stones on. It's always going to be on the list. There's always going to be someone there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I absolutely love it. I'm not going to say no. Um, and lastly, on my list at number six, the Animals, the House of the Rising Sun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is a cracking. Song. Weirdly, in my head, I I know what was what was the other animals song that we had. Um, don't let me be misunderstood. That's the one. Um, yeah. but this is such an iconic song. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love singing oh, the start. iconic guitar riff. <laughs> yeah, I love it. And it is is a it's a brilliant song. Um. Like I say, there were a lot on this list that were contentious. I had a real, real problem trying to do it. What, were, where um, was... Uh, so, Honky Tonk Women. Yeah, Honky Tonk Women, woman, yeah. Where, that's 116. Go down to... Go, keep going down. Keep going. Keep going down. To, what was it, 101. 101, yeah. Right out the bottom. Yeah. Wrong um, you can't always you get You can't one. always get your one, what you want. Was the B side to Honky Tonk Woman? Yeah, which is this saying it's, and it's rated as higher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Very interesting there. Um, I would say that this song, You Can't Always Get What You Want, is my favourite intro to a Rolling Stone song ever. Really? Yes. It's epic. 
It's got yeah. the horns. Yeah, 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 I know. Um, it's absolutely fantastic song. It's a fantastic song. And I'm just going to say that because I like all of them. I could have put all three of the Rolling Stones <laughs> tracks that are on this onto my list. And at one point, they probably were. Um, but I, I like I say, I don't like repeating myself. Out of those three, yeah. Jumping Jack Flash, for me, is the best. Yeah. You've got that. Um, You've got that attachment memory to attachment it. to it, yeah. Um, so that's why I like it. There's a lot of good things. Voodoo Child is on this list, yeah. <laughs> um, which is a fantastic song in its own right. Um, well deserves to be on the list. Hot stuff, Hot stuff, yeah. Which I love um, mainly because of Miles, Miles Kane. Kane. Listening to that, I'll I'll, I'll post uh, that video on. Yeah, on the we'll Instagram. Put the video on Instagram uh, when, when um, we release this uh, this album. Yeah, there was a, there was a wonderful moment where Al and I were in the crowd watching Miles. We've had it twice now, haven't we? Yeah, and um, he started playing a hot stuff. Everyone was like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah. No one really knew what it was, and because yeah, and Al and I had seen him before. before, so we sort of knew exactly what song it was. And we were like, "Oh, he's done it." And we was like, yeah, and then just um, obviously doing the thrust as he yeah, has hot the, stuff. The oh, Monty thrust yeah. thing. Because um, that just brings up, yeah, from the full Monty when they're in the, um, the queue, the queue yeah. to the job centre, yeah. and they're just all just casually doing it, and it's fantastic. Such an exceptional song. There were like, Mr. Tambourine Man. Um, they're Brown Eyed Girl, Girl, Van Morrison, yeah. Otis Redding, I've Been Loving You Too Long. Um, there, there are so many good songs in this. There is... You send me, Sam Cook. Yeah, I know. Um, it is virtually impossible now for me to come up with a list... Stand by me. ...that I'm going to get every song that I want on here. Um... It is. It's really finding hard. I thought you would... I saw that, yeah. Yeah. Not um, my favourite... Interestingly, from Hunky Dory, that's an exceptional album. It's be- between that Aladdin, see it, Aladdin Sane and Ziggy Stardust as the, the one best. that you'd pick yeah. for David Bowie. Yeah. But um, that's my list. Um, agree with it if you want. I don't care. Well, I think it's a good list. Um, yeah, it's it, you haven't gone off on a massive range, no. so I'm happy. No, Cashmere was the only one really for me. So it's a weak. Wait, tune. He's a great song. <sighs> no, it's the X Factor song, isn't it? Is it? I don't know. The X, yeah, shows like the X Factor use it all the time. You know that. So surely that just shows how iconic <laughs> it is. It is iconic, but God, it's boring sometimes. Alright, you know, we're never going to agree on this, you're wrong, um, and my list is final, so... Right, okay, um, yeah, cool. You, yeah, you're not cool, going to cool, change cool, that. Cool. Yeah, sure. Um, it's a quality, quality song, as are most of them by Led Zeppelin. I would just say that's, that's a bit of a blemish on their, their record. Well, uh, <laughs> quite literally. Just shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, right, moving swiftly on to... We're going to go on to TV. Television. Go to television. And we mentioned this particular programme two weeks ago? Two weeks, three weeks, I don't know. Um, His Dark, Dark Materials. Materials. Yeah. One of my favourite books as a child was Northern Lights by Philip Pullman. Yeah. Uh, I hadn't book one ever of the read, trilogy of read His Dark book. Materials. Um, I saw the film... Yeah, <laughs> Golden Compass. Which Al um, hates. Yeah, really, really hate with a passion. Um, yeah. You know, ob- obviously it's the best adaptation you're going to get. Right, Al? The no, no adaptation is better than that adaptation. <laughs> the murder is You know rage. how uh, Nazis had that period where they burnt books? Yeah. That's basically what they did when they made that film. Wow, bold claims. Mm. Okay. Um, I feel disappointed that Daniel Craig was involved and everybody else who was involved. I can't remember who played Miss Coulter. I think it was um, Ozzy Wong. I don't know. Nicole Kidman. I don't know. Um, But yeah, there's 
the, the television adaptation by the BBC. And HBO. And HBO. I uh, enjoyed it. It's really good, I thought. Yeah. It's um, a diff, like, with the Northern Lights, and I'm going to call it the Northern Lights, not Golden Compass, because it's a stupid name. Uh, the Northern Lights is a difficult book to adapt, I would imagine. I don't know about adapting books, but... Yeah, because it's, it's, it's so freeform at the start. Yeah. The world that it introduces is so complex, but also so much like our world, that it it would be very difficult to establish something and push the story forward. Yeah. And I think the TV show managed it. I knew that the first episode would be difficult. It was it was reasonably s- slow in in episode terms, but it never really insulted you as a, a viewer, did it? No, it was never like right. So it's just like our world, except sort of Victorian, but sort of not. Yeah, it so never did that. No, it, it was it was good in that way. Um, yeah, it 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 seemed like um, it was a little bit slow trying to build everything up, and I expected that, and then. Next, the next episode that's coming out on Monday. Tomorrow. Sunday. Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, looks fast-paced and getting through a lot of the, you know... Well, that was just the series. Just the series yeah. trailer. Oh, right. Because I watched it and I thought, Jesus Christ, they're There's going a lot. through a yeah. lot. Yeah, no. Um, so, yeah, okay then. Um, I hope it's a little bit faster-paced through the rest of it. I think it will do. It will delve quite a lot into the the law of that world. Yeah, which I have many questions of, and, yeah. and then uh, you're like, "What? What's the dust? What is it? This? Is it that?" And I was like, "I'm just gonna." And I'm just not gonna say anything. I would say that my assumptions were, were near correct. Near correct, but you have seen the film. It was they didn't actually talk about dust at all. Really. No, that's. That's why the film was atrocious because it they just ignored a lot. Yeah, they didn't talk about a lot of it. There's I no knew the sort of, the sort of backstory um, to what was going on, um, and yeah, but I, I think I, I uh, yeah picked up what was going on reasonably easily. But I tend to do that with a lot of TV shows. If you, yeah, if you've watched um, something in the fancy genre. You will take to it quite well. I well, think. I did that like with Stranger Things and things. Yeah. Didn't I? I sort of just picked up and sort of near guessed what was going to go down um, through the rest of the series. Um, well, Stranger Things doesn't really avert from the expected, does it? No, no, not massively. But then I had loads more theories that I don't know if are true or not. Um, no. But which are there, there may be loads more theories for this. Um, but yeah, I um, must admit, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good for. What is an adaptation of a children's book? Yes, and I think it's a a children's book that has so many sort of complex narratives wrapped around it that there's something there for everybody. So if you've got a, a young family yeah. with children that are sort of pushing beyond the realms of um, pure fantasy, say like Harry Potter, and want something a little bit more to get their teeth into, you could, yeah. You could try this because there's something there for adults. Because very much, it holds a mirror up to our own society, even more so now, in terms of uh, you know religion, politics, spirituality, yeah, um, uh, nature, and a way but of, also it's got that sort control, of like yeah. your soul is in physical form in a shape shifting animal mm-hmm. so it's got that fancy for kids it's got flying airships obviously so as that's kind of excitement <clears throat> but also adds yeah, pure wonderment and then it's got that sort of uh almost satire for adults yeah yeah no i i think it's a it's a good series check it out if you haven't read the books or seen the film mm-hmm. i'd say it's going to explain it pretty well i yeah, if you haven't seen either the film or read the books, I envy you slightly because I think this is going to be an excellent series. And it will have so many twists that I know about, if you know what I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I guess from your point of view, knowing things going into it is probably... I'll almost be critiquing it. Yeah, whereas yeah. from my point of view, I'll be able to completely sort of go, oh, well, that's that's great, or, oh, my God, I did not expect that to happen. Yeah. Um, which build the excitement for me, but I guess you had that when you read the books, so... Yeah. You know, take your turn. For that reading the book was... I was at an age where it was it was like my book, if you know what I mean. It's my story. Yeah. Not a story of me, but... Really? Is it not your book no, about not, you? No, oh, it's okay. not about me. Um... So yeah, I hold it very dearly. I think a lot of people that read books do. So yeah, should be good. Yeah, I am very looking forward to seeing the rest of the series. I don't know how many episodes are in it. Eight, six, six, six six episodes. And is that the? Do you really know if it's the complete first book? First book, yes. And then they plan to make the going by the trailer. It's the first book, and then the the second series will be the second book, which is uh, Subtle Knife. Yeah. Which I can't wait to see. I've not read that one. Okay, so you've only, only read, read the first, the first book. book yeah. Oh, right, okay. Um, so that would be interesting. That'd be for nice you. for me because I'll be going into it. I've I've read a bit of it, um, so I know roughly that it will be a bit strange for viewers when the second season comes out. And then the third, which is uh, Amber Spyglass, again. Don't know anything about that. So, yeah, three series potentially. I wouldn't be surprised if they try and flesh out at book two and three because they're quite a bit heftier. Right, so they're a, size. a chunk bigger. Yeah, they're they're um, not too dissimilar to uh, it. So perhaps you know it'll be a either a longer series. Yeah, perhaps a, a ten episode, or they'll do two series per book. Yeah, I just sort of feel. You know how Game of Thrones got split up into so many series. It wasn't a series of books, was it? Series. No, 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 no. Um, I think they might, if it goes well, do a similar. I think they'll split the at least the last book up. Okay, in interesting thought. Hopefully, it'll be better than the final series. Um, no, let's not get onto that. We started the podcast after Game of Thrones. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, very true. Um, yeah, so I'm interested to see how where it goes, and uh, I will probably touch on it again we at the end it. of the series. Yeah. yeah, have a rundown and sort of say, "Oh, I did enjoy it," or "Oh, it tailed off, the quality went down," or perhaps it's the best series we've ever seen. Now we want to watch the next one, possibly. Yeah. Um, yeah. What else has happened? Oh, anything? Right. So this is following on the BBC drama train, heading into winter, which the BBC love to put some of these dark dramas on. Winter is coming. Winter is coming. And it's Game of Thrones. No, it's not really. Uh, it is another of my fa- favourite uh, fantastical tellings. This time it's sci-fi. It's War of the Worlds. Yes. Serialisation. It um, looks interesting because it's set mm. what looks to be Victorian era. Victorian World War One. Yeah, of. probably, yeah. It, I, it was difficult to tell any sort of a 30 second trailer has been released at the moment mm. um, so it's difficult to tell it's obviously not modern day mm-hmm. clothing looks yeah uh, perhaps turn of the century yeah I definitely think so. um, you know as does weaponry and things like that um, so yeah it's going to be an interesting retelling obviously we've had films and god knows what of it um, yeah obviously the most recent was the Tom Cruise film. Yes, which yes. Is maybe given a tougher time than it should should have done. I, I haven't actually seen it. it. I yeah. haven't watched it, no. I um, quite enjoy it. I Yeah, I know, I just never really got round to watching it. What I sort of like about it is the fact that I mean it's just a, a fantastic story to start with even before Hollywood gets onto it but like, normally there's like the Americans because they set theirs in America whereas obviously it's originally it's in yeah. the UK <clears throat> and they there's no sort of like you know the American military doesn't go and blow up the aliens yeah so it's nice in the fact that humans are just utterly hopeless yeah which we would we would be yeah 
to that kind of technology um, so it, race. it wasn't too Hollywoodized. It was a little bit. Right. The the way it's shot is a bit um for want of a better word, dewy. Right. You know when you get that soft focus mm. slightly. Yeah. yeah. It's a little a bit silvery. Right. Which may maybe harks back to its uh sort of nineteen fifties original telling, like possibly. Yeah, I've seen certain like clips and stuff from the original from the, from the film. Mm-hmm. Um, the Tom Cruise one, it's sort of it looks a bit bland colour palette wise. Yeah, it's very desaturated. Um which I guess is sort of Oh, dystopian kind of environment. I think it's dystopian and I think it's probably not to its uh, origin, the story's origin. Yeah. Which is obviously originally a radio play in the 50s. Yes, yes. Um, obviously. A Absolutely legendary. Yeah, big where shock. Where people and thought that they're actually under attack it, from Martians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one of the greatest sort of hoaxes or pranks. Yeah, that there has ever been really is, is one of those. Uh, it's it's a story that is just ingrained in your mind. Like if you think of aliens, it's you you've got a scenario in your mind where you basically think all the world's going to happen. Yeah, and these huge things that just destroy, vaporize well, people. That is yeah, that's your, that is where I think where most of our images come from. Yeah, you know, um, I'll be very interested to see how they do it mm. and how they take a story that everyone knows and sort of makes it new again perhaps make tries to adapt it in a slightly different way i hope yeah um because if not it's just, if it's a retelling of a story that i've seen a thousand times i won't be that excited no so um hopefully there'll be I mean, a little bit of a, you, is it spoilers to say what happens um considering it went out in the uh, 50s no probably not no i i wouldn't be surprised if a lot of our listeners don't know the story okay we'll, we'll keep it a secret if you think it, it's almost the perfect story though for our podcast because it's now going to be a TV show yeah it's been a film mm-hmm. and obviously it's got that excellent rock opera soundtrack by Jeff Wayne yeah very true Jeff Wayne's War of the Worlds check that out because oh my god what a what an album you love it I want it I want to buy it uh, we have seen, we saw it recently. We did, yeah. Yeah, for uh, Was it in like Tesco's or something? I don't remember. Yeah. Um, yeah. Excellent yeah. Is is a great soundtrack. Um, and a, a great um, play, really, or a great um, yeah. TV series that is going to be. I don't know how many episodes, or no, if it's going to be. I don't know too much. It's coming out later. I think seventeenth December. Was it? Yeah, I wouldn't have thought it would be that long a running episodes. Maybe. Um, you know, sort of I think it'd be ten maximum. You think it'd be that many? I was going probably go, not. I think maybe six or eight. I was going to go very low, go for like three episodes. It depends. Oh, that could be interesting because BBC do like to do that. Yeah, because like Luther and everything like that was all three episodes at the time. Yeah. And I sort of think Silent Witness. Yeah, three. I think three episodes you could wrap it up quite nicely. I wonder whether they're going to do it in one series. I would have thought so. I think because everybody everybody knows what happens, largely. You have to do it in a series. You have to do it in a series, just captivate people. Yeah, you're captivating them with the sort of story. Storytelling, filmography. Yeah, and the filmography and and how it looks and how it feels and how, you know, it's... Because I'm I'm all up for uh, a retelling of that story. But, you know, somebody doing something bold. Well, yeah. I'm more than happy to Do we think they're going to use that original soundtrack? No, the Jeff Wayne one, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love it if they have, like, a, an o- a nod like, to, a nod it. to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think, yeah, it'll be a, a pretty good series, hopefully. Obviously, we we haven't really seen anything. 30-second trailer, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. Um, out in the winter... 17th December, I think it is. 17th December, so pretty close to Christmas. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised if they somehow tied in with... It's going to be like last Christmas one episode Day of Christmas and then one at New Year or something like I that. I wouldn't be surprised if they sort of do 17th, episode on the 17th, and episode after, which would be... would be Christmas Eve, wouldn't it? Christmas Eve, Eve. and then... Uh, yeah, third, right. third on New Year's. Yes. 
three episodes. So seventeen, twenty-four, thirty-first. Yeah. So that yeah, I wouldn't have thought they'd put it on the thirty-first because that would be pointless. Well, they do. Um, they do quite a lot on the thirty-first. Yeah, but no, I don't feel like many people would watch it. Um, unless yeah, unless they do a very very short and two episodes, I wouldn't be surprised if it is a sort of Christmas thing, seventeenth to the twenty-fourth. Two episodes, Christmas done. Oh, I'll tell you what. What? Wait, what? Doesn't make sense. What? So it's already come out. Uh, there are three episodes. There are three, there we go. Bloody knew it, didn't I? Yep, yeah, so three episodes. Um, it's got a very in it. It says it's coming out the, the 17th of this month. Alright, okay. Sunday the 17th of November. So 17.11 is when apparently it's on. Um, so... I've got Robert Carlyle in it. Is he happy? She will, yeah. Um, so Sunday, 17th, then the 24th, and then the 1st of December will be the last episode that's going to be on. Um, yeah, is it an exciting time, interesting. We'll see how it goes. Hmm. We'll see, we'll see. Yeah, I think that is now the podcast coming to a close. I don't think, I think I... it is. I think we covered. Yeah, let's try to be brief. We haven't rambled on too much. Yeah, I think we're sort of, yeah, roughly where we need to be. So, I think <coughs> just the usual subscribe, follow, send in stuff. Check out the website. Yeah, check all that crap There'll out. There'll be stuff added there every so often. Yeah. I'm not um, make any promises because I'm, I'm very busy. Yeah, so... Just, just do the usual thing and check us out. Um, check it out. Have a good week, and yes. I will see you next week. Yeah. See ya. Kind of professional, that one. I know. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. For the first time for everything. <laughs> I think we're getting the hang of it.